Welcome to an A&R podcast special edition on Loki episode 5. Let's go. What's going on everybody? Welcome to another special edition by the A&R team. Today we are talking all things Loki and this is spoiler filled Loki episode 5. We're almost at the end here. And before we get into all the Easter eggs and everything about the episode 5, I want to bring in the most experienced TVA agents, my friend D. How you doing, D? Well, I'm anticipating episode 6. I'm sad, Oof. but excited. Yes. And our most seasoned and most veteran <laughs> TVA agent, Chris. Chris, how you doing? I am good. I got my cane going. You know, gets me around the uh, facilities. <laughs> Because, you know, I'm seasoned. <laughs> seasoned vet. Yeah. He's about to go, He's about to hit that uh, retirement pension that he's going to get from the TVA soon. <laughs> Episode 6 is going to get him that pension. Woot woot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We had a pretty crazy episode. Probably one of the craziest episodes um, since the inception. And it's sad that it's almost coming to an end. But it's also exciting to see what is this is all going to, you know, how it's going to unfold. Uh, D, do you want to start us off at the beginning where we kind of zoom in this little weird round circular zoom of the golden doors? Yeah, it's kind of weird. So it goes through the TVA. It starts upside down. Like it's just a weird camera effect where it's giving a tour of where they've been and where they've ended up. And yeah. it passes through the TVA. And then it ends back up with the last scene Loki was in where he basically lands in this void area. And before that, you get this ominous, like, dark cloud in this open yeah. field of just discarded everything. So the first thing I'm like, what is... Well, I know what it is, but people are going to be like, whoa, 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 what's this thing? <laughs> this looks kind of eerie. <laughs> it's, it's bad enough they got thrown out and left in a barren wasteland, but now there's a living storm cloud after them. And you don't yeah. really get time to get an explanation. Elder Loki is just like, okay, we got to go. Like... We're in a void. Yeah. That thing's Alieth. He is a shark, and we're in the shark tank. Let's go. Like, I don't have time for this. Like, you either you're coming or you're not coming. And then it yeah. cuts the title sequence. They always do that. They give, like, a yeah. miniature opening scene, and then the... And I always forget that part. <laughs> what, the Loki part where, where the title scene? I always forget the, that, that part before the title scene. I yeah. never seem to remember it. It's just like a lost memory. It's so After short. it's gone, Pi, I'm just like, yeah, what? I didn't even remember it showing up. Thank, thankfully for you for bringing it back. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, went, I went straight to the elevator with that weird circular camera trick. And I guess maybe it's in a way of showing that it's, things are just going to go upside down now at the TVA or something like that. Maybe they're showing that on purpose. Well, everything's but, uh, a mess, so that is a good... Like, yeah, it's a hot mess, yeah. yes, absolutely. So, yeah, we get into that uh, the elevator area, and then it actually goes inside where we kind of leave off from episode four, where you have Renslayer and um, Sylvie having that com you know conversation about... She wants to know what's going on. Where, what is a TVA? Who's behind it? All that. And we kind of... They don't actually get into that conversation. They just show that room with that head on the floor with the smoke around it. But then we go right back into 
this uh what what world is it the, the abyss the yeah void. what is this world the void the void yeah we go right into that void and uh chris do you know like can you lead us through there what happens there uh during the void yeah uh so loki wants to know what's going on uh and why there's so many Lokis in the void. And actually, <laughs> <laughs> the classic Loki, oh my god, can we just talk about how many times we're going to say Loki right now? Yeah, it's like it should be a there. drinking game. We need to be very specific. <laughs> okay, so... Classic Loki, yes. <laughs> yes, classic Loki. He said that they're survivors, and they are. Because if you look back in the movies, he always found a way of surviving and getting out of tough choice tough uh corners you know and uh you know it was pretty interesting getting to learn about each of them throughout the beginning of the episode and we learn about the crocodile alligator loki uh which is kind of fun i wish i could have one as a pet <laughs> and <laughs> and then uh he asks about the kid and uh kind of teasing him and i don't remember the Loki with the hammer. What was oh, his boast. name? That's boast, boastful Loki. Okay, and he said to now Loki should. Does that make sense? Now Loki, who's in the void, uh, uh, our our variant Loki. Variant Loki. The okay, the, the main Loki. I just, call, the main yeah, Loki. I just call him my Loki. Okay, main Loki. Main. Loki. Oh, my Loki. Oh, we can we can call <laughs> the main Loki. <laughs> The main Loki, so people will understand. I guess. Main Loki, he said to Main Loki, "You need to respect this kid, because uh, he's the one to beat." And Loki's wondering, "Okay, what'd you do?" And he turns around and he says, "I killed Thor," and that was his Nexus event, which was pretty huge. I kind of wish yeah. they showed that. That would have been an amazing kind of throwback. Who knows? As a huge Thor fan, I don't want to see that ever. Okay, but it's <laughs> it's it's a different time, you know. There are some people who are big Loki fans too. You can't forget about Thor, them. Thor will live on forever. Of course he would. He's a god. So uh, they're heading back to this hideout, and but uh, before we get, before we get into the hideout, though, yeah. the name did we mention the name of this big ominous cloud? Uh, Alias. Or Alia. Oliath? Oliath. Oh, it Ol it's Oliath. Oliath, yeah. Okay. I, I thought it was pretty cool to play on Goliath. Oliath, right? That's a good like, way to remember pretty... it. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure, too. I'm like, did he say Goliath? And I tried going back and just like... No, it's Oliath, yeah. Okay. Then, I thought I was yeah. just getting really old and I couldn't hear it properly. <laughs> <laughs> in case... I've only ever read the name. So, in case people are wondering, it's the it's it's basically a living void it it it's beyond time and space he was like one of the first beings and he is a being like krang who just has a kingdom beyond the end of time in this show though he's basically a guard dog that's what it seems like was, was he am i correct me if i'm wrong was he not king the conqueror's sort of like help he had his own realm so he wasn't really like they all overthrow each other at some point and double cross each other oh, okay, and like okay. intrude on each other's territories and whatnot. I'm just trying to find some connection with Kang, right? With this because the more and more we get progressed yeah. in this series, the less they and do less cross I'm paths. Thinking... So you're not wrong. No, but 
Well, what I'm saying is like the more we get into the this show, the less I'm convinced that we're gonna see Kang the Conqueror. <clears throat> Yeah. And I'll get into why I think that at the end. Okay. Chris kind of knows where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, I had my... And you know what? I want to tell everybody that I was two for two for both of my predictions on Wanda and for uh, Captain America. So I might be three for three on this one. So Mephisto I'll get my didn't show again. up. What are you talking about? Mephisto did not no, show up in no, either no. of those. He was, he was there in the background. You just didn't know it. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, but can I just say, uh, yeah. after seeing them walking in the void and the Eliath coming at them and how it eats whatever's in the void, have you guys seen the movie Stephen King's The Langoliers? No, no I thought. So the void is almost kind of like a take on that where these people get stuck in this frozen time and these little creatures come by eating up that old time while new time is already being created. Wow. So they're like stuck 30 seconds behind. So that's kind of like where they are in the void, where they're at some point in time that makes no sense, that makes no difference to anybody. That, that is an Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> that, I might have to check that movie out. It's old, and I'll tell you something. That's, that's fine. The graphics for when those little creatures come by eating <laughs> is so cheesy. It's like, how did I thought this was so cool back in the day? <laughs> but yeah, if anyone's seen that, I think it's a great reference, and I'm wondering if that's what they played off of The Void. So hmm. maybe a little Easter egg there for you. All right, so... We got, we'll jump into the area where I want to talk about this particular scene where the two of them, the two ladies, Renslayer and, and um, Sylvie, are having this conversation. Do any of you want to take a jab at this? What happened? It's basically, yeah, like, it's basically Sylvie has her corner dead to rights and she's interrogating her. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, what happened? What's yeah. going on? Like, why do I even need you? So she's like, first of all, Loki may not be dead. If you keep me alive, I can help. <laughs> she's like, I mean, okay. she gave it away right there. Like yeah. when she said Loki might not be dead, she knows. Yeah, she knows what happened. So she knows what, because yeah. no one in their right mind would say that if they were the you know what how Owen Wilson's character Mobius was assuming that anyone who gets that is done. They don't. They cease to exist. Right. The fact that she even threw that out there, she knows exactly what happens, where they all go, right? So that was such a dead giveaway of her, of how much she knows. And yeah, so carry on. And then what is she doing? She's just kind of passing time, right? We can yeah. see this. She's she's explaining where they end up when they prune. They send them to the end of time. And that's the safest place to dump them because the end of time can only create one linear timeline at that point like you can't create nexus events from there so they can't screw anything up so sylvie is basically like okay and how do i get there renslayer's like if you keep me alive we both want the same thing okay do you want the same thing what do you want renslayer this is where you're getting shady again and this is where you have yeah. that stupid look in your face you know that smug look she gets <laughs> yes I, I gotta hand it to her her facial expressions throughout the episodes and whenever she's on uh, the I can't remember the lady who plays Renslayer, but she is she does a great job. 
She's got that sinister smile. She's got that look that keeps you questioning. Is she, you know, does she know more? And obviously she's just giving us a little, you know, tidbits now that she does know more. She's more involved than we actually thought. So, yeah, I do appreciate her facial expressions throughout the show. It really is. They uh, are good. Good they, acting. Good I love acting. to hate her. I love to hate her. Yeah. <laughs> but at the I same time, like she's her. like, do we have a deal? And Sylvie re- reluctantly says yes. This is one of the most cliche things I hate. <laughs> this woman, this is the person, the actual person who took you away from your home. I know. Who killed Loki yep. in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then ask, do we have a deal? Well, what now more? Now you want to shake hands? <laughs> <laughs> and that's more of like a Loki move she pulled there. Yeah. It is. Like everyone's backstabbing each other in this show. And that's just how it goes. But at the same time, Sylvie does not have any reason whatsoever to trust her. Like there's nothing she could give her. Even if she hints that there's something to give her, it's 99% a lie, most likely. <laughs> So I don't know. How did you feel? Like, how did you feel about that scene? Are you talking to me? Either of you. Chris, take it away. Yeah, Chris, you go ahead. Uh, you know, I think by last episode, you know, Renslayer ruined it for everybody. And, you know, it's... When you watch these shows, you kind of get in character with who you're liking. And right now, we're liking who Sylvie is. So, you know, when we're hearing Renslayer talk and saying, you know, I can get you there. Do you trust me? It's like, uh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, there, there'd be another word in there that I can't really say, but uh, yeah, no, I don't. But, you know, I think Sylvie is smart enough that she plays along, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was a... Uh, it was a scene. I was just glad it was over because, you know what? The show's kind of making you, making the audience not like who Renslayer is, and they're doing it so well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she is supposed to be the um, the main one of the main villains, and she yeah, she's living up to that to that uh, annoyingness where you know we're kind of like, when does she get pruned, like for good, <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> All right, so we kind of want to we'll skip to the to the scenes here where the all the Lokis, including our favorite Loki, the alligator, um, they're just walking their way down to a hideout. You want to call it or yeah, it's like a, a Loki bunker. out? It's like a, a Loki bunker. bunker. Yeah, a Loki bunker, I guess. And um, so we get into the Easter eggs. Yeah, we so, should. Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, okay, Dude. why not? Right, so. As they're walking towards this bunker, we kind of notice a helicopter on the right of the screen. And it says Thanos on there. Yes. Do you want to take a jab at this? Uh, that's from, this from? Uh, I know where it's from. <laughs> that's from Super <laughs> Stories. <laughs> and he's flying around in his helicopter while Spider-Man and Hellcat are just... What a... <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> Who thought that was a great comic? Like seriously, what like, is a uh, is Spidey it, Spidey so, super stories? It's so cheesy, Chris. It's so cheesy. I'm telling you, <laughs> Thanos is like squished into his little copter, and then he's flying it around. It's just like so cheesy. Why didn't they do that in the MCU? Yeah. <laughs> What's well, funny? People thought his uh, blade weapon were a reference to like the helicopter blades. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. 
Never thought of that. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, yeah, so we see that. Um, we do see these little birds with, I guess, small little balls. As I have heads. no idea what those are. Yeah, neither do I. I have no idea where it's from. So, but apparently they are from, they're from somewhere. And then uh, we are getting to the bunker, and they're going down the bunker, and it shows the camera kind of pans through the earth, soil. It goes to the grass, and then it goes to the soil. You see carton eggs, you said, Chris, right? Yeah, an empty carton, so, which I thought, ooh, Easter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I see, and I go, <gasps> I see Mjolnir. And then I see a bottle next to Mjolnir, and I see Frog Thor trying to get out of it <laughs> and trying to grab Mjolnir because once he grabs Mjolnir, he can get out of there, right? But he's stuck in a cork bottle, so to speak. And I was just like, oh, man, how cool would have that been? I so badly want that as a figure, too. <laughs> did you guys know? Chris, I think you said you kind of missed out part, right? Did you, did you notice that? Oh, I noticed it right away. And then the, See, jar ah, said, yeah. uh, the jar said T35, no, 365. And that was the Which is, uh, That's the issue yeah. number. Yeah, Thor 365. Yeah. Is it, what's it? He's got a name. Is it uh, Four? Or something like that. Throg? I don't know. Throg? <laughs> frog four something. Yeah, it's got a twist on the Thor name yeah. with the frog amphibians. There, I can't pronounce the hammer's name. It's like frog, like they put frog and Molnir together, and it just looks like gibberish. Fournier? Fournier? It's French. Yeah. <laughs> it's froth. But yeah. Uh, so okay, so we get into that area and. So, what, ha- what what is going on there? They have this little hideout with all kinds of cool Easter eggs. You got uh, video games in the background that we people could recognize if they play these games when they're younger. Um, what else did they have? Um, there was a game. I think it's called Polybus. Polybus. And it, yes, it was yeah. de- deemed to drive people insane when they played it. And no oh one... yes! Do you, do you remember which game it was? I don't remember the name, but there I was remember a documentary watching... on it. Yes, and some guy claimed to have it in the back of his warehouse. Anyways, long story <laughs> short, that was in they, they made a brief like cameo. I only saw the P O L behind old Thor, or old Loki, and I was like, cool. And then um, they're sipping their drinks and having a chat, and Loki's like, "Okay, I need to go back. I need to go back to the TVA." I'm like, why do you need to go back there? And they all say, yeah. oh, glorious purpose. And it's something they all seem to say. So that's like their mantra. I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, that's Loki's defining trait that's, between all of them. They all want that's some it, sort of kind of catchphrase, right? Yeah, yeah. And I like that. I, I don't know. I don't know why I liked it so much, but it's just like a cool throwback. And he said it in the first episode, glorious purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 so it's nice to see them all interacting with each other. And getting their yeah. backstories. Uh, we already know Kid Kid Loki killed Thor. And then we get Boastful Loki. And he's like, yeah. And then I beat the Avengers. And then I had all six Infinity Stones in my grasp. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the alligator going. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he ate the cat from a neighbor or something. Yeah, the, wrong, the wrong neighbor. His nexus yeah, was supposed the to be the neighbor. cat from a different neighbor. <laughs> I like, though... Um, kind of the little nods like uh the classic loki when they're chatting and he takes a drink from that classic goblet and you know he's actually 
it's something that's referenced a lot that I believe because there is the game Marvel Future Fight that I play and there's this awesome scene when you do the Loki tier three and it shows him sitting at a chest drinking from that goblet chalice and then he has the chessboard of all the little characters in front of him as this whole move is going on so I thought that was a cool nod to you know that classic Loki mm-hmm. I like him. I like. I didn't think I'd like him, but he turned out to be one of my favorite characters in this episode. Yeah. And then his story, you find out his was basically the same as Loki's up until the spaceship where Thanos snaps his neck, and our Loki was like, "Oh!" And then you tried to stab him, and he broke your neck. He's like, "No, of course not. I, I hid. I, I weaseled <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah. I made an illusion. I was so smart. Yeah. I was smart. <laughs> and then he's also like, "You guys rely on your weapons too much. I focused on my magic." which shows to be like super powerful and i was like yeah that's actually a very good point like why does he, Loki he's probably so the smartest of the lokis yeah. like honestly he, he's using his strengths right yeah so and then unfortunately he's like oh and then i hit as a pile of debris and i drifted in space for a few years until i landed on a planet and then i realized trouble follows me around so i'll just stay away from everyone which was kind of sad so he's still redeemed it's still the loki and thor that realize they actually are brothers and care about each other this one just progressed yeah. further instead of getting his neck broken. Um, we did kind of skip uh, ahead. We didn't talk about the um, how Renslayer was just trying to buy time. Oh. And then she she got the soldiers into the room there with Miss Minutes. Well, the they like the scenes were... like cut back and forth. So yeah, good call. Yeah, so it was a quick cut. But basically what happens is she buys time and soldiers come in. And, you know, Renslayer, you kind of, like, was hoping that they would work together to, like, obviously they don't like each other, but they have a common enemy, right? And I would have liked to see that partnership to get to the bottom of it, but, you know, obviously Renslayer doesn't care for anything Sylvie has to offer. No, I need and her to die. I get, I and Sylvie recognizes, <laughs> understands that, figures it out, and goes, well, yeah, I, this is not going to work, so she just jumps out of nowhere, and she does what I didn't expect her to do. She stabs her or prunes herself to where Loki is, which is, I guess, in hindsight, is smart because that's the fastest way to find out where Loki is, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she took a temper to me. Yeah, and she took the temper because she knows that she could probably get her way out of there. So, yeah, kudos to her. She figured it out and just got out of there and left Renslayer just, you know, pondering what's going on. And so, yeah, we kind of jumped back to the little hideout, Loki, well, Chris, uh, Loki Chris hideout. Chris said it bothered him. Why? What's what's the deal? Oh, really? Yeah. So, it bothered you? Well, there's a part in there, you know, when the scene before they went back to the void and then back to the TVA scene, you know, she was saying how, you know, when she pruned Mobius and Loki, she said, well, they're, they're still alive. So... Why in this part would they say you need a spaceship to get to where they are? Why wouldn't you just stab yourself with a prune stick? Like, I, I, I get that she was trying to create a... Uh, diversion? Yeah, a diversion to get more time for the agents to show up. But, like, did they... I don't know. I just didn't like I that I think she scene. needed it's... the ship to go to the point beyond the end of time which still doesn't make sense to me 
But, but the temp pad can take them there as well because they there's can no use lock the temp point. Honestly, when they were talking about this, I'm just like, "What is she talking it's, about?" It's like, made up. It's made up pseudoscience for, to, for time travel. Like every every show has this. We've learned this from from um, Terminator. We've learned this from Back to the Future. Nothing makes sense until they need it to make sense, Chris. Is it safe to say that Sylvie's not the smartest of the Lokis? Well, she is in a sense because I like how I like how she's like we got a deal and then didn't let go of her hand. And like, is there mm-hmm. a problem? And they're like, oh, I'm still searching. It's like, mm, okay, that's it. I've run. I'm I'm done with you. Like she, she yeah, she was smart but stupid at the same time. Yeah, I think that scene bothered right, so, us all for different reasons. Well, I, I just. I, I was kind of shocked that she did that, and then I'm like, okay, well, that's the fastest way to get yeah, there. Like, like, okay, cool. There's no, there's no other faster way to get there. So yeah. we, we get to that part where they've had their little chit-chat in the Loki uh, headquarters, and he is like, I'm going to go and do this stuff. You know, I'm going to go figure this out. I'm going to go take on Elioth, find out who's behind all this, and they're just falling all over the floor laughing <laughs> at this guy trying to be the Loki. And so he climbs up the little stairs and opens up the, you know, the chamber door or whatever and let a latch and then looks up and then all of a sudden you see <laughs> more Lokis, right? And this was cool how they made a Loki that looked like him looking right down at him. I thought that was so cool. Uh, it finally paid off because I've been looking at that trailer of who this Loki is. Finally, we get to meet that Loki. And then you see all the other ones around you see one with like a bicycle head as a helmet for the crown. Like the handlebars. You see one. Horns. That's cool. Yeah, the handle- <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool and inventive. And then you see one with the hair. You know, I'm like, whoa, that's pretty cool. So you see all these different Lokis, and they're just peering down on him. And what happens next? Well, this the- is one of those weird things. Well, where it cuts to the- another scene again. So technically, the next scene is Sylvie waking up after she pruned yeah. herself and then mm-hmm. she immediately has to run away because uh Elias is there <laughs> so she's sprinting full force running full speed and she accidentally grazes it and slightly enchants it and sees something like we get a flicker that was that was pretty cool that yeah. part yeah and Chris, you want to touch on that dissolve. you want to touch on that part a little bit uh I just thought it was pretty cool because we just got a little snippet of what's to come. You know, I had to, you know, I was watching this while I was out of it a bit and I rewound it. I know, isn't that weird saying that? Rewound, rewound. Rewinded it, rewinded it. Wow. Um, (laughs) To see what she saw because I didn't really catch it. But it was kind of cool because I also thought, okay, so this could be something she's going to try and do to find out more information. And so we'll get to that part. It, um, it was sort of like a, sort of like a fluke accident. Yeah. Right? yeah. Where she triggered this and then she's like, hold on a second. There's more to this cloud. And then that sort of kind of formulated this plan in her mind, you know, then she wanted to, you know, basically tell Loki about which, yeah, we'll get into in a sec. But so she kind of is getting running out of there, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> our boy shows up in the pizza delivery car. You know, Mobius shows up, gets it. She gets in there, and you know they hightail it out of, out of there while this cloud is chasing them. And we kind of 
we're going to go back to that scene in the chamber where they all come down now, the Lokis, into the headquarters, and all you have is a big Loki, Loki fest. Like a stand- right? Loki standoff. It's like yeah. a cosplay of Lokis. <laughs> exactly. And then you have President Loki, you want to call it? Yeah, that's who he is. <laughs> President Loki. Basically saying that, you know, he is the one true Loki and everyone should kind of bow down to him. And then all of a sudden the Loki's behind him, turn on him and just like, well, this is unexpected. Like, come on, really? You're a Loki. I love it. Because <laughs> boastful, boastful Loki betrayed their group to let President Loki in. And he's like, okay, now that I let you here, I can be king and I get an army. And he's like, yeah, well, my army my throne <laughs> and he's like actually and then they turn on him like elvin just said every loki turns on each other it's yeah. the best i mean were you expecting anything less than that yeah. right it's so cool uh so yeah so they get into this big huge brawl and well before the brawl alligator loki just <laughs> boop, flies in the air and grabs his hand right and gnaws it off so you see now hook loki or is he still president loki. loki and before Stop that loki. he's like he's like why is there an alligator down here the same thing the other loki said like, that's a loki they're all lokis <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's got his arm uh here's one of his hands bit off and then you have classic loki do the enchantment where basically made replicas of them and then opens up a portable a portal portable uh it's not a portal body <laughs> But he seems to have a lot of power, right? Like, he seems to be harnessing the most of all the Lokis. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's opened up a portal for them to escape. None of the Lokis uh, have that ability. Did our Loki in the MCU at any time do that? Yeah. I don't know how it worked. Because then the first, like, when he got away, he went through a portal and ended up in the desert. Like, Loki's teleported, but it seems to only work when he doesn't need to escape like i don't no, know but, <laughs> like no, it comes but when he goes. did that no 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 no. hold on for a second when he did that during that mcu uh movie when he teleported that was because of the tesseract yeah him. and then he's done it in thor 2 but that might have been an illusion where it just it was an illusion okay yeah. then yeah it I was an illusion oh, okay it was he never ever from far as i know and and anybody who's listening if they want to let us know on our instagram or so other social media platform at astonishing nr they can kind of let us know, shed some light on it. But far as I know, I've never seen our Loki, the MCU main Loki, teleport anywhere. And so when I saw this with this, I'm like, this guy is a seasoned vet. Like, he is harnessed the power and knows how to use it wisely. So I, I in my mind, and we will talk about it at the, near the end, but he seems to be the most powerful Loki of them all right now. Well, isn't he considered to be the very first Loki? Hey, uh, who knows? I mean, maybe there was other Lokis prior to him. Though I do like throughout this episode near the ending, I love... uh, I can't really talk about it, how... We'll talk about it after. Remember (laughs) what you're going to say. Yeah. Okay, so, so, yeah, they escape, and um, basically all the Lokis get out of there and then what's going on D? What are we at here? Our Lokis like, I still need to get back and they're like, finally, okay, we'll, we'll help you. We will get mm-hmm. you to the beast. 
you can fight it. We're like, that's as far yeah. as we're going. Yeah. And then it does another quick cut back to Mobius and Sylvie, and they're finally bonding. I don't know if they've ever interacted before that point, like had an actual conversation. I don't think they have. No. No. So yeah, they're driving in the car, that. and Sylvie's basically like, oh, yeah, so you feel you feel like you're the heroes? He's like, well, yeah. And he's like, you kidnapped a girl and orphaned her? <laughs> like, I, that's real <laughs> heroic of you. Yeah, and I let it a whole, uh, you know, a whole place and kidnapped a girl because the heroes in my book yeah right and then he's like the ends justify the means and he's like by the way you slaughtered some of my people and he's like yeah i did that to survive so and i'm glad they had this conversation because a lot of the times movies do this where the villain is in the right but they never mm-hmm. let the villain explain how they are right like they leave it at that he's like yeah well you took some of my guys and then the scene would end but here it's like yeah, I killed them because they wouldn't leave me alone. You brought that on yourselves. Like, what were you expecting? Exactly. Just yeah. Yeah. You, were, you were chasing me, and so I had to do what I had to do to survive. And Mobius, totally Mobius like, kind of admitted he was like, okay, I see your point. Like, yes, thank you. Movies <laughs> rarely do this. And I was just so happy to see that scene. Even though it was quick and it was just, like, a little filler point, it's nice they added it in. Mm-hmm. So then she goes to him. I think we need to turn back. And he's like, turn back? Yeah, to go back to Eliath. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, you want to go back to that thing again? Right? And he's like, well, that's the only way to find answers, right? And so you see him in this huge grass plane and just doing a little, you know, U-turn with this, <laughs> with this pizza car, right? So, yeah, w- they're heading back at... Th- and then we have the Loki walking, and all of a sudden this car stops. And Loki looks up and goes, the hell? Right? And then he runs down, and like, and he he can run. That boy can run, right? <laughs> like, he, he ran, and and he saw her, and basically introduces his other Loki compa- partners here, and the alligator, <laughs> which Sylvie just looks at him and goes, really? An alligator? <laughs> Right. He's like, that's I a Loki, was... by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the Loki, too. Yeah, they're all Lokis. Uh, we'll explain that later. And Mobius just looks at him like, okay. Um, so she's like, basically, we're going to go, like, she before she could say anything, he is basically like, I'm going to go kill Eliath. And she's like, what now? You're going to do what? You're going to kill Eliath? And how are you planning on doing that? And he has no way of explaining how he's going to do that. It just, he's just like, just wants to run into, you know, this cloud and well, figure tried, things out as he's... He tried <laughs> once when the um, the Elridge dropped. And he's like, okay, now's my chance. And then it just ate it in like two seconds. So that, that failed. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just so, say, uh, yeah. sorry, uh, when uh, Mobius and Sylvie pull up in the car and uh, Loki's running down, can you hear how excited... Mobius was to see Loki, and Loki was to see Mobius. Mobius? I'm like, okay, they're going to kiss. Come on. It, it was like a, a bromance. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I like the bromance. A, I like this one. Yeah, yeah. It's charming. And because, you know, it, it's a long term. Because they backstab each other throughout the show, right? And they hurt each other throughout the show to the point where they hated each other because of what, what each other did to them. And they've come full circle with this you know what's been transpiring just throughout the show and that moment when they see each other 
is the first time they're seeing each other after everything's been recognized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's truly been recognized that because that place where they are at was the final nail in the coffin, so to speak, for both of them to understand that there is something nefarious going on here. And this is proof, right? These people have been put here for no reason, you know, only for whoever's personal gain. And so, yeah, that that was truly a, a, a nice little bromance there. I do want to talk about um, the Eldridge, how you mentioned that that ship. Um, are you guys familiar with that history behind that ship? I know there was um, the Philadelphia Project where it was basically a hoax. We're like, yeah, we managed to, to turn this ship invisible on the radars and the human eye. So it's funny that the show alluded to it turning invisible when in reality it just got dropped into the uh... <laughs> it actually really disappeared right yeah. yeah so the eldridge was a u.s experiment to try to cloak a battleship and um it's classified information no one really knows if it really happened they said it did blah 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 but uh yeah i was it was interesting to see that ship show up there it kind of plays on that you know whole thing it was like the db cooper go- thing I was just going to say that. It was so it, good. The, I just going to say that they really like to take things from history yeah. and sort of incorporate it into the MCU, which I think is so smart and brilliant to do that. This was a great it, episode it, to do it in. Exactly. It's Fantastic almost, episode to do it in. <laughs> it's almost like uh, the Bermuda Triangle. Where'd all those planes oh, yeah, go? Yeah. They could have played off that too. Yeah. There are so many uh, ships and whatnot. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, speaking God, yeah. speaking of ship, speaking of ship, we did get to see Ronan the Accuser's ship in there. Did either one of you catch that? Just like downed in the uh, open field with all the other rebel. Yeah, this, yeah, just on the field. I saw that. I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. There it is. <laughs> I instantly recognized it because it's such a different, unique looking ship, right? I recognized it instantly. I'm like, that that's so cool. This, this scene oh. here, there was a lot of stuff to notice. It was a good one where it like pans out. I don't know if you saw the Living Tribunal's head. Yes. The, the, the head that was so tilted on the ground there. Yeah. yeah. Saw I, that. And then I, I even... also saw... I also saw um, Yellow Jacket's head. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. A Yellow Jacket from Ant-Man. His head is actually there in the middle of the field with the visor. You can see that. It's all dusty and stuff. So, so much good stuff. Have, have... Sorry, what are you saying? I was going to say it's hard because it's like a dusty field and things kind of blend in. So I, I usually, honestly, I froze like so many different frames. <laughs> like, every two seconds. What's... Yeah, like seriously, it took me like an hour and a half to watch a 45-minute show, right? <laughs> so maybe longer than that. So I was just going through frame by frame in some areas. And you have to look at every poster open... and every clock. It's like, what is one time? 12.30, what is that reference to? And I'm sure I've probably missed some already. I'm sure there's more that I could go back. It was such a fan, fan-fast love of an episode. Oh they God. really wanted to give us all these Easter eggs because they know we enjoy this stuff, right? Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. it's like uh, back when we were watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, there was a scene where the... Uh, 
the uh, Flag Smashers were going into the hideout. And when they opened the door, there were these colored posters on the door. So I started yes. Googling everything. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is going to be something. And I think it was some kind of German car <laughs> repair. And I'm like, well, that was nothing. So I think they do that too to <laughs> get you looking into yeah. it. It's like a treasure yeah. hunt too, right? And I believe you mentioned that too in our... Uh... A review of that show yes <laughs> yes i did I, I remember you talking about that yeah that's pretty interesting all right okay so we are you know getting moving along pretty well and then all of a sudden we kind of leave that world and go back to tva headquarters and renslayer is going to talk to our agent agent 15 is it her agent 15 uh, yeah yes. i think 20 was the one who died so she's 15 yeah. Yeah, Agent 15, and she's just sitting there in her little encapsulated prison there. And Rents there is trying to do what, D? Interrogate her. He's like, okay, so what did she tell you? Like, when you guys were talking, where would she have gone? Like, what do you, what's going on here? Which is stupid because you locked her up. She doesn't know anything more than you. <laughs> so <laughs> she, she, she met with Sylvie for like maybe 10 minutes, and then you guys got into a huge fight. So I don't know what information this hunter would have that you don't already have, but she's interrogating her. And then Renslayer is basically like, I need to know because I need to protect the TVA. I can't tell anyone anything because we need stability. We can't cause panic. And then C-15's like, oh, cut the BS. Like, you're not, you don't care. You just want to find, you want to <laughs> find out who the timekeepers are as well. Like, who made those robots? You want to get to the bottom of this. And then she realizes, like, you don't care. You just want to beat Sylvie to it. And she's like, well, you won't because you only want this. Sylvie needs it. She needs her revenge. You don't have the drive she does. And that was the first moment where yeah. Renslayer kind of looked like, oh, crap, I am maybe screwed a little bit here. Like She, she got worried. served. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of that scene, Chris? Uh, Practical. You know, it's... It was kind of uh, a nice little slap in the face for Renslayer. It's just like, you know, at first when she goes into that room and she asks the people to leave, I'm like, ooh, what's going on? And then that little door opens and we see the agent there. And just that little interrogation, it was that little moment of pure happiness of Renslayer getting what she deserves. You know, it's... Uh, not too much i can say it's just uh okay well it's, i'll add on to what you were saying about that like it was the first time you see agent versus her because typically they're all on her side they're loyal to her especially the soldiers right with the uniform yeah. on mm -hmm. so it was refreshing to see somebody sit there with that uniform on saying sorry you're you're you don't you don't have a chance against Sylvie. She's going to win and she's taking this whole place down. And it was refreshing to see that because prior to that, all the soldiers are all lined up behind Renslayer, right? They're not doing anything without her. When she came into that room and told everybody to leave, I honestly didn't think that was going to happen. What I thought was she's going to communicate with the big honcho, whoever it is, right? I thought that was going to happen where we're going to finally see a you know, a communication with whoever's running the things. And then we kind of go into that. I'm like, ah, darn it. You know, like, 
I'm probably going to have to wait till episode six to find out. <laughs> yeah, why would they give that to us now? I know. I, you know. Hopeful thinking. Um, okay, so she basically gives up nothing but dirt to her face. And uh, Renslayer walks out of the hallway and tells Miss Minute something very interesting, right? What does she say to Miss Minutes? She says, find everything you can about the creation of the TVA and like the end of time is like just all the information pertaining to where the creator of the TVAs could be. And then she's like, oh, that's a hot order. And then she's like, yeah, well, I need it to protect whoever is in charge here. She's basically yeah. lying again. She's being shady again. <laughs> like, yeah, she's like, uh, she's obsessed. Whoever's, I want to protect whoever created this TVA place, right? And Miss Miss said, well, that'll take a while. And she's like, well, you you need to find out. We need to help this per- person, right? And then Miss Minutes kind of goes away, and there it again is her face. Her smirk. Her little smirk. And, oh God, I love her. Like, honest <laughs> to God, like, like oh, she's such a good actor, actress. I, I, I hope I see more of her in the MCU. I, I pray that her character has more, you know, traction in the MCU. So... We leave that scene and we go to a place where all the Lokis are sitting by the fire, even the alligators sitting by the fire, and they're all chatting away, Mobius is chatting with the three Lokis, but in the field, a little bit away from there, you have our main MCU Loki talking to Sylvie, and there's a moment, Chris? Is that, do we want to call it a moment? Yeah, it was, I liked it because it was kind of uh, an awkward moment. (laughs) Uh, You know, Loki makes us, they're having that deep conversation and then he makes a little blanket appear and then he's like, are you cold? And she's just like, oh, maybe a new outfit. And then uh, I'm sorry, I do forget what exactly they well, they were they, talking about how they were going to approach. Um, yeah, they're planning. They're planning. Yeah. Yeah. It's like flirt approach, planning, basically. <clears throat> yeah. Enchanting the the cloud. And, uh, you know, through the conversation, he uses his magic to expand the blanket. And they're going back and forth on how they're going to do it. And yeah. and then there's a, there's a funny moment there where... <laughs> They're talking about Moby saying that they had a Nexus event, right? And and she's just basically like trying to get him to like talk more about it's that like high Nexus school. Event. It's like high school. Yeah. Like <laughs> and then she's like, "I'm not saying it was bad. I liked it, but like that couldn't have been it, right? Like, no, no, it couldn't have been it. <laughs> it's like they I want each other to admit the other person likes them first. I definitely see romance yeah. between the two of them. I, I know the two of you are not liking that. No, and no, you've no, expressed no, that. no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For our audience, the two of these these two gentlemen were against the two of them hit, hooking up because in the hour of previous episode, I was the only one rooting for them, and these two are like, ew. I didn't say and ew. Then, I uh, said if that happens, one of them will surely die. And then what happened? It just seems weird. <laughs> okay, it's like they're brother and sister. Oh man! See, that's not how I didn't feel that way, Chris. Chris, no. that's okay. Chris's thought. So, Chris, <laughs> you felt that way. What did you feel, D? So I, okay, the way I feel is they are so nice together, 
that the MCU won't allow that to happen. There's going to be a tragedy. So at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is so cute. Oh, but now one of you is going to die. Or <laughs> So are you so saying these... that they have the they have the WandaVision effect? Yeah. Or it's going to turn out <laughs> is that, that what you're saying? <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn out that, that Sylvie is the one true Loki is Loki and she's going to backstab them all. Could you imagine? Ooh. Could you imagine? It's the ultimate Lokiness, the ultimate prank. We're sick. Oh, that I was would behind be this whole thing. <laughs> That'd be a tough ending to swallow, seriously. So, what you're saying is, in season two, it's going to be the Sylvie show. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just like, I'm rooting for them, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh, this is going to hurt my heart, isn't it? See, that that kind of touches on what I was going to say, what my predictions are at the very end. And um, my prediction, I'll, I'll get to it in a second here. So... He conjures, conjures up a, an extension of his blanket to her, and they kind of do a little cuddle, and <laughs> and I'm just like, come on already, just kiss already, just get it over with here, make it weird, people, make it weird, um, and they and they don't, and they don't, and which is you know, sucks. I, like, and, I like what he says. Uh, Are you warm? Oh, uh, <laughs> kind of feels like a tablecloth. She's like, is this even a blanket? And then she's like. She had to remind herself to be nice because before that, she's like, I don't have friends and I don't know how to be social. Which is exactly what Loki is going through, right? Yeah. Like he's a loner too, right? Yeah. Every time he tries to be nice to people, he ends up backstabbing yeah. them, right? So <laughs> that's funny. Though. There's like, two this loners. Isn't, this isn't very comfortable. Is it, is this a tablecloth? Like, no, it's a blanket. It's like, oh, <laughs> thank you. And she has to like enunciate the word. Yeah, <laughs> it's like pulling teeth. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so they all basically have their little chit-chats. Mobius, Mobius said something really interesting. I want to go back on that. I can't, I can't remember exactly what his line was, but he said something pretty interesting. Do you guys recall Was that it when he was talking to the Lokis? Yeah, he was talking to the older Loki, right? All I remember is him saying, are you sure this alligator is a Loki? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's green. Loki's like green. And then he's like, yeah. He could be he could be lying, playing the long con. That's when I was like, this is Sylvie. Sylvie. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> and then he's like, that's what I like about all you Loki's. Like, I can't read you guys. You guys play the long con. And he's like, but I'm not judging you. I enjoy it. Like, so I thought it was kind of cool. Like, Loki grew on him. Like, they're actually friends. And I think that's why they were so hard on each other previous episode is because they kept backstabbing each other. And you're like backstabbing your best friend. It's kind of a slap in the face. And they they want the end, like the final word. They want to be the winner. But if they are the winner, it's going to be the cost of their friendship. So I don't know. They're in a tough situation themselves. Like this whole thing is chaotic. This is just a big mess. And I can't wait to see what happens. But I I I don't know what reference. What what were you going to say? I remember what uh, he was saying to the Lokis at the thing. He's like, this is like a long con. It's like a game within the game, right? And he finally kind of said, well, I kind of respect that because that's a Loki thing to do. Okay, yeah. Right? I, and so he's he's kind of realizing what a Loki is or what a Loki really does, how a Loki really lives their life. It's always a game within the game, right? It's never a straight line. It's all different directions and coming back at the end but at the same time they're not really trying to hurt the people around them it's just they happen to be in the way 
that is what I got, and he's sort of understanding that now about his the main MC Loki. What he's been always trying to do is just he's trying to do what's best for his interest, but at the same time not trying to trample on people. But he ends up doing it anyways, right? And it's a, all these accidents, and Mobius is sort of like understanding his, these characters and also coming to grips that you know there's you know he should have listened, he should have paid attention because. Now he's like, well, who am I now? Like, what was who? Who was I before? This TVA people took me and you know brainwashed me, kind of thing. So it was interesting to see that conversation, that little fireplace chat, if you want to call it. And Mobius is sort of more clear now what he needs to do now when he is you know going to go back eventually to the TVA, right? So. We kind of, you know, we had Loki having a, a deep conversation, and then we have Mobius having a deep conversation, and all the Lokis are involved in this. So after these uh, conversations, we get to the point where they're all standing on an edge, and they see Oliath and Kid Loki does something pretty cool. Chris, what does Kid Loki do? <laughs> Kid Loki. Hands him the sword. Right. There you go. Hands him the dagger. Um, Not just any dagger. The dagger has a special meaning to it, right, D? It's a Lavatine. It's his flaming flaming dagger sword from uh, Norse mythology. And he's had it in the the comics as well. It's the dagger. And when I saw that, I'm like, finally, you know, like one of these things that he should have had from the beginning. The, he got some little tiny little dagger in the MCU. I was like, "What is that?" Right? Like, he's throwing like what is? Yeah, size does matter. And he he finally got the dagger that you know can be into a flame, which is magical. So that was cool that he got that. And then I like how he put a little vest. Uh, you know, got himself a little vest, and he just puts the the dagger in the back there, and off they go, the two of them, Sylvie and you know our MCU Loki. They, you guys um, wonder why? Do you do you wonder why the other guys didn't want to come? Are they like I mean, why would they want not want to find out this information? Well, that's the thing that threw me off. It didn't bother me, but I was just like, "That's this is weird." So Mobius and Loki had their goodbye, and I thought that was like, "Yeah, I was it, just gonna touch on that, but I wanted to let you guys do it." Yeah, it tucked on my heartstrings, and then Mobius like, "Hey, do you two want to come with me?" I'm like, "No, this is our home." Like, this isn't a very good home. You you specifically mentioned how often you're in danger and you didn't seem thrilled to be here and you're always on the move do you actually enjoy being here or are you just afraid of what's outside i think we'll see more of them but i honestly thought it was really weird like what you're saying d like who wants to be there (laughs) like what Everyone's a cannibal. Like a... They're talking about cannibals all the time and just like... <laughs> I don't know. Like, man. seriously, you, it's a barren wasteland. Who wants to be in a barren wasteland? Like, seriously, it's like a landfill. But here's and the... And I, I think... Sorry, yeah, sorry Chris, go ahead. You, no, you go ahead. Uh, well, here's the thing that they don't really touch on is how long have they been stuck in that void? You know, depending on how someone... How long someone's been in an area of seclusion, they've come to call it their home. You know, there's a lot of crappy things about it, yes, but like they said before, early in the episode, they're survivors. So it's 
somewhere they can live because they probably know if they end up going back to where they came from, if the TVA is still around, they're still going to be after them. So at least if they're surviving in the yeah, void. What's the worst they can do? Prune them back to there? Again? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're already there. For me, like I just thought it's such a easy way for Marvel to kind of write them off. Yeah. Because they don't want to deal with them in, in future you know, videos or, you know, TV shows or movies just basically say they're going to stay there and then they'll have to worry about them again unless they revisit that place. But I just, like, I found it, like, so weird. Like, why would you want to be in, in this barren wasteland and not go somewhere more promising? And I get what you're saying, Chris, about being, you know, used to that habitat, that environment, but it's a barren wasteland. It's not like a <laughs> tropical beach with, you know, coconuts, right? It's a place that's people or things come to die, right? So why would anyone want to stay around there? So, and then look what happened in their lair. The lair got trashed by other Lokis, and we don't even know what the state is. As you know, knowing the Lokis is probably up in flames because they always want to burn things down, right? So, it's funny how D you're saying that how they kind of hugged it out, Mobius and Loki. But I love the line that. Mobius says, which is, "You're my favorite." I'm gonna go back. <laughs> that one. I'm gonna go or back burn it there. All down. Oh, oh yeah. Burn it all down. Yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Finally, we got the Mobius on the same side. Yeah. And and, and I'm looking forward to seeing that, uh, you know, part of the episode of six where he goes in and just starts lighting the whole place down. Could you imagine if that... they didn't show that? Ugh. Why oh, would you don't, say don't that? even say that. Why would don't you even say that? Episode, he's just like purely, purely D, focused on. Don't say that, please. We're gonna have to fire you if you say that. You can I, kick I, him I, off the Zoom meeting. Kick him off I, the Zoom yeah. meeting. You're out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, don't say that. <laughs> All right, so they're basically on the hunt, and they're trying to get. Well, Loki's trying to get Elias' attention. So that Sylvie can kind of sneak behind the back and get her, you know, get her magic on and find out what's going on by touching the cloud, which I thought was really weird, touching a cloud. But <laughs> what happens? Eliath is smarter than, you know. Yeah. It doesn't, there's more to it than a cloud. Is smart and it's not falling for it and it's going right after Sylvie. Then we get our boy, Mr. Classic, Loki. What does he do, Chris? Uh, this was an awesome scene. He started using his magic <clears throat> to create a replica of um, Asgard. Because, you know, um, going back to him saying that he created a replica of him during Thanos, that it was so believable that Thanos fell for it. So he starts building Asgard up to grab the attention of Elioth. I always want to say Goliath. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> so it starts to capture uh, the cloud's attention. And what an intense scene, you guys. How powerful is he oh, to do that, right? Like, just He's to that, see that, him go? Did it... I, a friend of mine was talking to me, um, and he sort of touched on this. Did it remind you guys of Wizard of Oz at all? Because oh, he it? like he didn't realize like I was talking to my friend and he didn't realize and he's probably listening 
and he he didn't realize it was Asgard. He actually thought it was the Wizard of Oz, the Emerald City. Emerald City. Oh no, I didn't get that impression, but I can see. Oh. Yeah, I didn't get that either because I knew it was Asgard because I could tell by the architect. But for him, it reminded him of Wizard of Oz with the green emerald magic, yeah, and gold and all that. It sort of harked back on the Wizard of Oz for him, and he messaged me like, "Hey, did did that look like Emerald City to you?" And I'm like, I kind of chuckled and I'm like, "No, it's not Emerald <laughs> City," but I get what you're saying because it does remnants on that right i'm like no it's asgard and he's like oh okay it's asgard all right cool but yeah it it, it does kind of remind you of a little bit of wizard of Oz because there's a lot of cloaking going on and we don't know who's behind the curtains and all that so yes right so it's hitting that little bit of that wizard of oz and you know i'm sitting here watching d and d's just like no no, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Oh no, I told, I'm <laughs> he's just, just like that's my, I don't know that's, what you're my talking. that's my listening face. Don't make uh, okay, me okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I just I did get that little bit of a nostalgic of Wizard of Oz kind of vibe, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think of that until you said it. I'm gonna go back and watch it because yeah, it does make sense because as he's building, the emerald green energy is going around and. You know, I yeah. do actually have an ornament of the Emerald City, and it is that pyramid look. So that was cool. So yeah, Your friend yeah. uh, brought for that the out. average average person that's watching, they're going to assume that, which is cool, yeah. because maybe they did that on intention to give you that I mean, vibe, right? Even the um, Timekeeper Chamber—that's what I said the last time. Like this has a wizard. You visit of Oz does the the rug out from underneath us. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it, it definitely has that vibe, yeah. and then you know, but that's what I would have loved to see. Just like Wizard of Oz, you had a team of people go and see who this is behind the curtains. I would have loved to see the other Loki or Mobius with them on this journey, right? Mm-hmm. But we'll find out at episode 6. That's quite odd. So, we, you know, we have classic Loki does this a huge, you know, distraction. And it does get Eli's attention a little too well. Because what happens, Chris, when Elias sees him? Oh, well, at that point, uh, Loki gets back to Sylvie, right? And uh, Sylvie's kind of saying, you know, help me. And, uh, you know... Which is a cool part, right? Oh, yes. Because he's like, well, that's not what I can do. And, you know, the part where they all have some kind of magic... They just don't realize that they're all, they all have the same magic. They're just not tapped into it. So, you know, Loki grabs his hand, her hand, and, uh, you know, they're closing their eyes and they're concentrating. And, you know, it's going back to Eliath, um, kind of breaking down this image city. And, uh, it was so terrible. I kind of got really upset that uh you know classic loki but here's the thing did he not make it like oh he got charged he, he got into puppy chow i don't he know got puppy chowed. <laughs> it was it was puppy chow all the way uh, uh so sad. but you know what here's, a, here's a the waste. thing i hated that yeah what that he was puppy chow yeah but you said here's the cool thing so maybe you can redeem this let's hear it. what do you have to say <laughs> well well the cool thing about all this is What's to say that we can't see that character back again? There's a million Lokis out there, right? 
And what's to say we can't see this character with that outfit on again? Maybe the same actor because that actor killed it. Did a great job yeah. of being Richard, classic. Richard e, Richard e. Grant, I think. Did a great job. Yeah. And I'm sure if, if and a lot of people did like his acting because I was checking on social media and there's a lot of positive vibe about his his character and when mcu sees that i'm sure they might throw him in a, in a future maybe season two he shows up as another variant who knows right yeah you could do so many things and he could have a slightly different outfit on with maybe more shinier gold who knows i mean i, I hope we don't see the last of that uh that actor because they did a good job but yeah so it was he was just straight out puppy chowed and um we have you know sylvie and loki like you said chris he he actually gains that ability to have that same power so the enchantment and they basically see a (sighs) close-up of what looks like what to me that what do you what do you guys i'm gonna get both of you guys opinion what did you guys see when they showed that i saw a castle like you saw a castle what did you see chris (laughs) knowing me because i'm a horror fan i'm like it's dracula's castle Hey, they did talk about vampires, right? Didn't they? Uh, yeah, Blade. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I just. What you, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just thought it was a cool scene because you know they were working so hard, and you could see that enchanting magic happen, and then because you know after that, uh, Eliath took classic Loki, started going after. Uh, Loki and Sylvia, and then right at the end, you know, Loki really tapped into it, and then we see that whole space in between, and just seeing that castle, it was just, I don't know, it was like, almost like, cat got my tongue, I didn't know what to think, I just thought, oh, this is what Sylvie's seen in that little brief moment, and it's just, because I don't know too much about it, it's like trying to come up with well if you guys get a chance maybe pause that scene behind the castle you can actually see that white timeline <gasps> really it's, that's that is the actual timeline <sighs> the, the one that's not a variant that's the the not not the nexus that's the actual timeline right behind the castle so this castle is situated right by the timeline it's really weird. And could it be situated on that rock that you saw when they were explaining the timeline? Could it be sitting on that rock? Because that's what everyone's talking about. Is this house is, or castle is sitting on that rock in front of the timeline. So uh... this is in another dimension or at the end of the universe. You know, it's not in the normal planes, right? It's somewhere like, different like sylvie said they need to go past the point past the end of time so that's where i thought it was i just don't know yeah the name it, of it. it's like, in that, that rock like i don't know what it is it's on that rock yeah and then and, and you see the main timeline behind it that's the river they call it right and so that's where it is it's gonna be one heck of an episode six Right. Here's a theory. So at the beginning when Renslayer and Sylvia were talking, 
and Sylvia wanted to know all the information. And then Renslayer said to Miss Minutes, pull up everything you have on the beginning of time. And then Sylvia said, well, what about the end of time? The end is where it begins. Maybe it's both. I've got a crazy theory. I'll let D kind of take this theory, and I'm, I'm going to blow your guys' mind away in a second. Do you, do you have a theory at all? No. Or are you going to go? As soon as, like, it's just, to me, that's a castle in limbo at the end okay. of time, but, like, the focal point of time itself, like, this is the end-all, be-all focal point sort of thing. Okay. So, here's a crazy theory, and, you know, you can laugh at me, or you can applaud me, whatever you want to do, but... Okay, so I did mention in my in the last episode that I think it's not Kang the Conqueror. I think it's another Loki, right? Um, but here's a twist to that. So I do believe it's another Loki that's considering themselves the king of Lokis. But let's take two things in account here. Loki has the ability to shapeshift, right? Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now... We also have Rents there making all these remarks and facial experiments and smirks. What if this Loki is Renslayer as well? Shape shifting to Renslayer to be in the TVA and then going back to his castle. What if it's Loki all along as Renslayer as a shapeshifter? Can it be? It's a crazy theory, right? I mean, that would explain why she's so weird and always smiling and smirky and being protective. Right? I mean, it's a wild theory. Who knows? If I it can't be... disprove you, doesn't mean you're wrong. <laughs> but that's a right? good theory. I mean, it, it's, it, can be, it can't get any more Loki than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? We have to think Loki uh, thoughts and, yeah, shape-shifting into another person. And maybe this causes Kang to be upset because he's like, hey, why are you impersonating and bad-mouthing someone that I care about? Because in the comics... Kang is in love with Renslayer. Maybe this brings out Kang because he is scheduled to come out in the Ant-Man movie. So maybe this is his way of coming back and going, what's going on? And Kang is now in pursuit of Loki because he's pissed him off. And we know there's a season two as well. Maybe Kang shows up in season two as the main villain. Who knows? But I just wanted to throw that out there because it's weird. It's wacky. It's crazy. It's what Loki is. So I wouldn't put it past them to do that. It might upset a lot of people, right? Yeah, well, it might upset yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> How would you <laughs> feel if that? Sorry. Yeah, like, like someone like D would be just mad. He'd just probably just throw their ball and walk away. <laughs> I'd be like, "That's it, I'm done." If because if if it ended like that, yes, I get it, but it would be a little bit predictable. Like, of course, would we wouldn't that. see it coming. <laughs> You, that. You, you thought that was you thought that was predictable <laughs> well no it's just i'm just saying yeah, if that's how it ended exactly i'd be a little upset Remember, but... he is gender fluid and they didn't mention yeah. that too. true but let's right? face it they're not gonna end it at that because we know there's a second season they're gonna probably leave us with a huge butt click cliffhanger i i also think that on a sad note i think we're gonna see the end of our mcu Loki, and we're going to see Sylvie carry on as the Loki in the MCU. Mm. And that's where season two begins, to continue that Loki legacy. I think he sacrifices himself for her, 
and she carries on as Loki. That's what I'm thinking as well. I don't want that because I want to see that good cop, buddy cop kind of relationship in season two. Yeah. But I think this might happen. And remember, we are going to see another Loki from based on the trailers. We're going to see a Loki with the horns and the outfit on standing, sitting in a throne. And that's where my, my thinking is coming from is where Loki is the main villain at the end. Because we haven't seen that Loki sitting in that throne. And that kind of harps me into thinking that this is the uh, castle they're going to, where we're going to see the final King Loki there, right? Who's been pulling all the strings this whole time. And hopefully my crazy theory is shape-shifting back to Renslayer to orchestrate all this stuff and then back to becoming the Loki there. So, yeah, okay, um, that's crazy talk there for a second. I wanted to get that, I wanted to get that out there. I've been just trying to gripe with that all day long, and that's when I saw when I when I had that in my brain, I'm like, oh, "What if, right?" But um, okay, let's go around the table and get our scores out of ten, like we always do. We'll start with you, D. What did you give this episode out of ten? I give it an eight because they did the cliche killing of my favorite character, one of my favorite characters. <laughs> okay, so you get an eight. Who was the favorite character that got killed? Old Loki. Man, he was so cool. <laughs> oh, is that why you downgraded to eight? Because I'm yeah. kind of shocked at the number. Wow, so, somebody's taking it personally. Yeah. Taking it personally, no, it's yeah. Just like, it's just like you introduce a new character, then he sacrifices himself. Well, no, no, hold on. That's not a new character. That's an old character. Well, you know what I mean. Come on. Oh. It's terrible. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Eight out of ten. Uh, Chris, what did you give this uh, episode? I gave it a nine. It's 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 getting up there, and it's just getting us antsier to see what happens in episode six. So, kudos for keeping me on the edge of my seat. And uh, oh. God, can Wednesday come any sooner? Oh. Seriously. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I'm going to have to give it a 9.5. This was probably my favorite episode to date. The only thing that stopped it from being 10 out of 10 is I didn't get to see what happened when they go through the portal. I was so mad. <laughs> I'm like, I, I knew it was coming. I'm like, they're going to do this to us. The credits are going to roll right when we don't want it to roll. And I was just like, stop doing that. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute to soak it up. And then turn on credits. Uh, if they had done that, I would have given it a 10 out of 10, but I would give it a 9.5 out of 10. It was my favorite uh, because it has so many cool Easter eggs in there, and we probably missed a bunch of them. But if we did, uh, if you're listening to our podcast, let us know. I want to you know, see all or hear about all the po- uh, Easter eggs that were in this episode, and there are so many out there. But, um, yeah, we'll definitely... Uh, be ready for episode uh, six next week. Eagerly anticipating. Want the weekend to go by fast, which nobody says. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, and then we'll definitely jump on and do our uh, take on that episode, which will be the finale. So, was there anything else you guys wanted to add? Think, good? I think good? that's it. I think that's it. All right. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, that, that about wraps it up. Okay. Well. Uh, wherever you are on the world or the universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Bye-bye. Even if Puppy you're chow. listening from the void, the void, the void. Puppy chow, puppy chow. <laughs> <laughs>